No playing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to D20 Dudes, a tabletop role-playing podcast where the die decides our topic. I am Dylan. My name's Molly, again. For the second time is Molly. Mm-hmm. Molly squared. <laughs> Wouldn't that make... Well, no, never mind. We're not going to call Molly 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> 2X Molly. That's also... Day- Deus Ex Molly. <laughs> Insert fat joke here. Oh, no fat jokes. I mean, Only 2X. more quesadillas. I mean, I'm not saying that it was a bad thing. I also want quesadillas. Why did you remind me that Taco Bell exists? Food is okay. good. Food is good. All right. Sorry. I derailed this. Let's go. Today, we're talking about the slides from Dark Blades in the Dark. I almost said Dark Heresy. That's a different game. Mm. totally different <laughs> the slide the subtle slide the, the sinister slide. slide is it like those metal slides they used to have on a playground mean the ones that you? would fuse your ass to the metal uh-huh. <laughs> because of how hot they were mm-hmm. what were they thinking like, this is fun in a like a, i'm sliding my way into hell sort of way <laughs> this is fun in a very hellraiser sense mm-hmm mm-hmm but they did get the best slides, and they didn't make your hair stick to everything like the plastic ones. Hey, I like static. It makes you me like feel st- like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, it said that the primal substance of the world is not mere matter or strange plasms. It's lies. Mm. Everything we do, everything we care about, everything we value, all lies we tell each other and ourselves. The world is a fabrication. A convenient fiction, a story, and the storytellers are slides. Slides are manipulators. They are spies. They are people who get in. They get the info. They get out. They are the people who wear many faces. They are men of many masks, and you may be talking to one right now, but you're not because I'm a whisper. What's or a whisper? am I? Whispers are strange magic people. Necromancers okay. after a fashion. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. I don't know enough about this to really have any sense of why they've chosen these words, but okay. It's because they're very um, kind of old school gang heist kind of terms. Slides are gang heist sort of terms? Uh, listen. Yes. Are you sure they're not just referring to sandals? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're not. <laughs> very strange terminology for blades in the dark. My foot is so itchy. I may sound weird on this part of the recording because I'm kind of like off to the side of the microphone because my mm. foot is just so itchy and I've been scratching it for like a whole minute and it still itches. Do you have a fungus? No. Are you sure? I don't. I don't amogus either. When you You're... play a slide, you earn XP when you address a challenge with deception or influence. Did you know that perhaps? No. Per I don't chance. know nothing about nothing. <laughs> So, earning experience as a character in Blades in the Dark is done by completing certain actions. There are a few general goals that every player can do. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, did you succeed at all? Ah, okay. Um, but every playbook also has a unique experience modifier, wherein, like, this is a thing that they do where if they do this at some point during the heist, they will get an XP for it. For the mm-hmm. slide, it's... Um, Address a challenge with deception or influence. Talk your way into trouble, then talk your way out again. Pretend to be someone you're not. 
bluff, lie, and manipulate to get your way. Every problem is ultimately a problem because of people, and people are the instrument upon which you play your music. They sound a little narcissistic, not gonna lie. I mean, probably, but that's what makes them useful in a heist. You know, that's fair. That's if right. I wouldn't trust them people. as a friend, but I would certainly trust them to help me get into a bank. Yeah, man. Or like, I don't know. Don't trust them with your feelings, but trust them with your money. As long as you don't trust them too much, because they're going to backstab you. In Duskwall, we all wear Heelys to hide our feelies. <laughs> this place is grim dark, my friend. Okay. And... Heel wheel heeled shoes are the name of the fashion. The starting actions, the two starting um starting kind of stats as they were in mm -hmm. Blades in the Dark that a sly gets is they will have one pip in consort and one pip in or two pips, I'm sorry, two pips in sway. Mm -hmm. That is on top of the four that you get to distribute yourself. Mm-hmm. The recommended starting builds, and we'll go a little bit into these, talking about how they would be fun. The first one is the Siren, where you would take two ranks in, in Attune, another rank in Consort, and a rank in Prowl, as well as the ability Trust in Me. And Trust in Me gives you plus one die versus a target with whom you have an intimate relationship. This is a kind of person who sounds like they they get in, they kind of schmooze. They uh, they use their abilities to attune to kind of like get a feel for how another person is uh, feeling about them, get a read on them, and uh, act accordingly, using their consort abilities to kind of schmooze things over, maybe going for that kiss. <laughs> and uh, they, they prowl to sneak about in the night so that whenever it's time to make that getaway, oh man, they wake up in the morning, that window's open, and your bedfellow's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they play, uh, what, what is that called? The, it's called a, a honeypot, I think? I don't know. All I, know I, I only know honeypot in the context of ants. Actually, I know it from uh, Assassination Classroom. <laughs> I've never watched that. It seemed very weird. Uh, I think you'd actually really, really like it. Um, it has a, a, a like they're basically training all the kids to be like assassin spies. And so you learn a little bit about like some of these manipulation sorts of things and like some verbiage, basically like honeypot. It's basically a, a trap, right? Aren't they also We're trying to kill a smile man from space? Yeah, but they have like... They have, like, government assistance to, like, learn how to kill the guy from space, right? Because he wants to kill everyone. But before that, he wants to teach a bunch of Japanese high schoolers who are rejects of the rest of the school. So, you know, very relatable. Yeah, as a man does. That's basically as the American education system in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, that's the second, okay, right. <laughs> the second pre-generated build is called the Prestige, where you'll take two ranks in Finesse and two ranks in Prowl as well as take the Mesmerism ability. Mesmerism, when you sway someone, you may cause them to forget that it's happened until they next interact with you. Ooh, that one's actually pretty cool. That does sound Wearing, pretty cool. Seems like they... Um, finesse is a good skill for um, like using precision weapons or mm. for like um, manipulating small, delicate objects, that kind of thing. 
um, and Prowl making you sneaky, uh, this would be like a really good skill to like get in, talk to somebody, maybe manipulate something. If somebody sees you, you convince them, no, they didn't. And uh, you get out without anyone realizing you were there until later when they were like, hey, <laughs> hey, that guy. Sounds like, a, I don't know, like a Catwoman style cat burglar. Yeah, it does sound a little Catwoman, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It also sounds like if they were doing a heist, they would be really good at like, you know how in like Ocean's Eleven or any of those things, um, they always have someone that is like the distraction, like they're a band member or they're like talking to a big wig or something. They look, they sound like they'd be really good at running interference. They didn't clap on go this time. Sorry about that. Have you noticed I'm a noob? It's fine. Yes. I I literally do all this myself. So God. Okay. That you was know a whole what? mess. I'm impressed by you. So thank you for being patient with me. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Tis all I can do. Third build, the grifter. You get one, you put one rank in consort, two ranks in finesse, and one rank in study with the ability a little something on the side. At the end of each downtime phase, you earn plus two stash. God dang. Stash. Do they? I mean, I know it says grifter, but like, are they also drug dealers? <laughs> I, everyone's a drug dealer in Blades and Dark. Like, plus two stash is big deal. Mm. Like, that's just free money being generated. Okay, so like. Can you explain that? Because I don't really understand. All right. So at the end of each heist, whenever you complete a mission, if you are successful, you will gain coin. Mm -hmm. Coin is it's not like a like, oh, I have a single dollar. Like a coin is kind of an abstract representation of wealth Mm. or like one coin is worth enough to kind of like get you through a set amount of time um, if you're using it sparingly or like buy a luxury of some kind, that kind of thing. Is it an abstract um, sort of thing like Tenra is? Um, uh, A little bit, but also not. Whereas like in Tenra, like there is no money. You're just kind of considered to have an amount of money if it's mm. appropriate mm. for you to have it. Okay. Um, Coin is abstract in that like you do actually have a measurable amount of wealth. But it's not like, oh, I'm carrying around this much money. It's just kind of like the amount of resources that you have available um, are represented by the singular value. So are you able to quantify the magnitude based on the amount of coin you receive? Yes. Um, there's actually a thing for that here in the book somewhere. If you will give me just a moment to yes. find that. Thank you for answering my question. Um, coin and stash is on page 42. Okay, one coin uh, in monetary values, uh, the way this uh, puts it together, Mm -hmm. one coin is a full purse of silver pieces, a week's worth of wages. Two coin is a fine weapon, a weekly income for a small business, a fine piece of art, or a set of luxury clothes. See. Oh, I thought thought this was in like a a setting like, uh, like our you know, our reality. I didn't think it was a setting in like a fantasy, but that makes, that makes more sense. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, The the setting, the setting's very bloodborne. If you want to think of it that way, it's like, it's kind of a Victorian London kind of place. Everything's dark. Like the sun literally broke into pieces. So everything's always dark all the time. Everything's grimy. Well, that's, that's a layer of lore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh boy. You should listen (laughs) to the episode about blades in the dark. I've done like, it's, it's a whole big thing. Okay. To continue on about this, um, just for the reference, mm-hmm. uh, four coin is a satchel full of silvers or a month's wages. 
Six coin is an exquisite jewel mm -hmm. or a heavy burden of silver pieces. <laughs> oh man, big heavy burden of silver. Eight coin is a good monthly take for a small business a, or a small safe full of coins and valuables or a very rare luxury commodity. And 10 coin is liquidating a significant asset, a carriage and goats, a horse, a deed to a small property. More than four coin is an impractical amount to keep lying around. You must spend the excess or put it in your stash. A crew can also store four coin in their lair by default. If they upgrade to a vault, they can expand their stores to eight and then 16. Any coin they have beyond their limit must be spent as soon as possible or distributed among the crew members. If you decide that you have a lot of money, you don't want to spend it right away. One thing you can do with it is stash it. Um, and the amount of coin you have stashed kind of sets... Uh, your character's lifestyle whenever they retire from being a ne'er-do-well. Hmm. So if you have zero to 10 stash, you are a poor soul. You end up in the gutter, gutter awash in vice and misery. Hmm. If you have 11 to 20, you have a meager stash. You have a tiny hovel that you can call your own. Uh, 21 to 39 is a modest stash. You have a simple home or apartment with some small comforts. You might operate a tavern or a small business. And... 40 or above is a fine stash. You are a well, you have a well-appointed home or apartment claiming a few luxuries. You might operate a medium business. Now, that being said, if you transfer a coin to your stash, that's a one-to-one, -one, but um, transferring it back out of your stash is a two-to-one ratio. Whereas if you're stashing your coin, like you've got assets hidden away or of some kind, but if you're trying to get coin back, you're having to liquidate things and you're kind of not getting full price. But... The a little something on the side ability generating two stash at the end of every mission, you can't use it until the end of the next mission, at least like if you want to pull it out. But that means like you are basically generating an extra coin or just like auto building up your stash hmm. without having to put anything, which one way or another means that you just have more coin to spend if mm -hmm. you want to. That's pretty good. Mm hmm. I mean, regardless so, of how difficult it is to pull it out of the stash, because I'm guessing that's one of the reasons why, aside from the one-to-one -one or two-to-one um, of, like, even reality, pulling money out of, um, like, liquidating assets, like you said, is never going to be a one-to-one -one transaction. But either way, like, even <laughs> if it of course means you have offshore like, accounts. Even if it just means, though, like, I don't need to put money in my stash to feel more secure in my character's retirement. Like, mm -hmm. that's just more coin that you can spend. Like, you don't have to put it away. Mm -hmm. But the uh, likelihood of you uh, losing it gets higher, right? I'm guessing they're like, I'm guessing that there is a lot of incentives to put it into a stash because, like you said, uh, five coins is an impractical amount to just carry around unless you stash it. Are you seeing what I'm trying to say? Uh, I mean, it's not like you lose it outright. Like, mm -hmm. it's if you have four coin and you get more and you don't want to stash it, like, you have until the end of downtime to spend that. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and, and you can spend coin on downtime activities to, like, um, like oh, I want to get an extra action. Mm. So you spend a coin and now you can um, do some extra training or that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. So that, that would be the incentive that you're forced to pay for things. <laughs> um, and... Honestly, the Grifter title for that one is uh, pretty accurate with like consort, finesse, and study. Like they'd be able to kind of like, you know, look out for trends. They'd be able to know people. They And with finesse, they'd be able to like, I don't know, play cons. Like they'd be able to do like sleight of hand and that kind of thing. Grifter is a very good. I, I like that. I like that whole thing on concept. I was thinking of a snake oil salesman would be very yeah. lucrative. 
snake oil salesmen are in fact grifters by definition yes exactly the the carpet baggers i don't know you've got victorian and i'm just like ha western american (laughs) old west blades in the dark would be so dope though i would absolutely play that (laughs) oh man that'd be really cool i think blades in the dark if we set it in today's society like an ocean's 11 sort of deal would actually be pretty cool too New York would be a very apt setting for it. Mm-hmm. Or, or just modern day London. That place yeah. is also a shithole. Or I was thinking <laughs> LA too would be really cool. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Vegas. Oh man, that'd be a really cool, like, you know, team up and like pull a con sort of thing. <laughs> Rob a casino. Yeah. That would be fun. Rob a casino. Or there was like some really like, like a uh, uh, UAE um, oil baron coming in. And you like want to rob them of all of their uh, their gold or something, whatever they carry around with them. All of their oil, all of their tankers all of, of oil, their they oil. Keep in their pockets at uh, all time. What I mean to say is, like a really high profile target comes in and, and it's <laughs> in Vegas, not necessarily um, like an oil baron. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm man, sorry. See, that would be great to like be um, be the prestige in that situation, mm-hmm. and like you you kind of like take the the part of like. Uh, the dealer at the blackjack table mm-hmm. and you like um, you like fleece him for all of his money mm-hmm. using that stuff. And mm-hmm. then like the rest of your crew is in there like cashing out the tokens for themselves. That'd be, that'd be fun. Or like alternatively, you could have every single person play like a really intimate role with this high profile target. Like you could have someone fleecing him at the table and you could have like the honeypot coming in and schmoozing into his room where they have access to their variable, their valuables and like getting all of their, I don't know, like house blueprints and so forth. Stuff like that. We're steal or, his whole house. I know. Or like a grifter comes in and they manage to convince him to invest in something that's lucrative for you, but not for him. Right? And that's assuming a whole party full of slides and not using any of the other playbooks because there's crazy shit in these. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I am derailing you again. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the last pre-built is the spy. They put two ranks in Prowl, one rank in Finesse, and one rank in Skirmish. And that's, you know, pretty uh, pretty on the nose. They're meant to get in without being seen and kill people. Their I'm surprised you don't have, dead. like, a, a stereotype of, like, the, the bodyguard brute. <laughs> you have all these, like, slick ones, and then you have the bodyguard. Because there's always well, there's like a one whole of those playbook in the movies. For that. <laughs> there's a whole playbook that's just that. Okay, okay. All right. Um, they, they thought ahead of me. The um, the ability they get is called Cloak and Dagger, and it says mm-hmm. when you use Disguise or other form of Covert Misdirection, you get plus one die to rolls to confuse or deflect suspicion. Mm-hmm. When you throw off your Disguise, the resulting surprise gives you the initiative in the situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd be like, ha ha! T'was I the whole time! <laughs> ha ha! Pull they, off the, the fake rubber mask. And they gasp, and a lady swoons and faints. Maybe, if there are any ladies. <laughs> Imagine ladies if you took it off, off, and you're like... <laughs> It's me, and you're like, it's okay to swoon, and you just see someone and you go, what the fuck? <laughs> it is I, Dio. <laughs> Hold on. Someone's like, God, why am I here? <laughs> also, as part of character creation, you have a list of friends slash rivals. You pick from this list one person to be a friend of you and one person to be a rival. Mm. Your list includes the drug dealer Brill. <laughs> perhaps a reliable underworld contact or perhaps an old partner with a grudge. The leader of the grilling. <laughs> I'm going to brill. 
I'll let it brill some tuna. Um, okay. Uh, this this one always gets me because like this one shows up in a lot of them. It's Bazo Baz, who is the leader of the Lamp Blacks gang. He's one of like the largest and most powerful fucking gang lords in the city. It's like, yeah, you know him. You're your brand, your your buds or rivals, but you know him personally. Yeah. <laughs> Casually. Clyra, the tavern owner, perhaps a good source for gossip. Mm. Nerix, a prostitute. Perhaps an informant to spark potential marks, or perhaps a rival manipulator? Or Harker, the jailbird? Perhaps a friend you helped when you were in prison, or perhaps an enemy who hurt you when you served your time? Prison time is very common for characters in Blades in the Dark. That, uh, that tracks. It does. There's like a whole subsection where like if somebody's in prison, like so you get, um, as part of your crew, you get territories where like you mm-hmm. have a hideout, and then you could start like taking territory around your hideout to like get specific goals. If you mm-hmm. get sent to prison... You can then start roughing up other people in prison and start working your way through and start taking the prison as territory and just kind of like, no, this is my prison now. Everyone answers to me. Everyone answers to me. You're like, it's, oh, it's like access and allies, (laughs) but for criminals, (laughs) overt criminals. (laughs) Now we've gone through some of them because they are in the, uh, the initial builds, Um, but the initial builds don't have to be taken and there's more special abilities than we uh, went over. So we'll just go down the list. Okay. The slide special ability choices are, and you get one of these whenever you first start the game, and you can get more as you level up. Mm-hmm. Um, Rook's Gambit. You can take two stress to roll your best action rating while performing a different action. Say mm-hmm. how you adapt your skill to this use. So if finesse is your best roll, but you're trying to do um, something that would ordinarily be like a, a skirmish roll, let's say, you would describe how you use finesse instead of skirmish. Take two mm-hmm. stress to your character, and you get to roll finesse instead to perform mm. that same action. Cloak and dagger. When you use a disguise kit or other form of covert misdirection, you gain plus one die to rolls to confuse or deflect suspicion. When you throw off your disguise, the resulting surprise gives you the initiative in the situation, as we just covered. Mm-hmm. Ghost voice. You know the secret method to interact with a ghost or demon as if it were a normal human, regardless of how wild or feral it, it appears. You gain potency when communicating with a supernatural, meaning um, there's like position and effect on given roles. Position determines, is it like a control position where you have all the cards, a risky position where it could go either way, or a desperate position where you're on the back foot. And effect determines how well that um, any given action is actually going to perform regardless if you succeed or not. Gaining potency will increase your effect. Hmm. So this means like you're better at talking to ghosts. Is that a common thing that occurs? Man, there's so many ghosts in Duskwall. There's so many There's so many ghosts up yeah. in this bitch. Um, so when the sun broke, you know what else broke? The gates of death, baby. There's oh. no afterlife anymore. People's bodies have to be thrown into an electroplasmic mix so that whenever they die, they don't come back as a ghost. Uh. And to that end, there's a whole organization of people who know when and where somebody dies in the city of Duskwall at all times in order to go collect them bodies to make sure that there aren't any more goddamn ghosts. That's like looking... unpleasant. <laughs> it is unpleasant. Welcome to Duskwall. Like looking into a mirror, you can always tell when someone is lying to you. Ooh, you Very important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a game about thieves and scoundrels. Mm-hmm. A little something on the side. At the end of each downtime phase, you earn plus two stash. Mesmerism. When you sway someone, you may cause them to forget that it's happened until they next interact with you. Mm. pretty good subterfuge you may expend your special armor to resist a consequence from suspicion or persuasion or to push yourself for subterfuge 
Trust in me. You gain plus one die versus a target with whom you have an intimate relationship. Slide specific items where there is like, there's a standard um, set of items that anyone can pick from, but the slide gets access to fine clothes and jewelry, an outfit that appears to be of such fine make as to pass you off as a wealthy noble. So they Has, are a honeypot. I suppose. <laughs> okay. Um, it normally takes zero load, meaning it doesn't weigh anything, but if you're carrying it around as a second outfit to change into later as part of a disguise, it counts as two load. Mm. A fine disguise kit, a theatrical makeup kit equipped with an impressive array of expert appliances to fool the eye, and it is one load. That uh, mm. The fine quality of this kit increases the effect of your deceptive actions if you use it. Fine loaded dice and trick cards, gambling accoutrement, subtly altered to favor particular outcomes. Trance powder, a dose of the popular drug which induces an altered mental state. And a cane sword, a slim sword and a sheath disguised as a noble's cane. Would you believe it? (laughs) Those very few pages are the entirety of the slide playbook. Oh, does that mean that it's hard to play or that it's not very hard to play? This game in its entirety is, in fact, very easy to play because of how simple the rules are mm-hmm. and because of how vague everything is like this. In this whole game, the GM never rolls dice. Hmm. Do the players roll dice? The players roll dice all the time, but the okay. GM never does. Everything is a direct result of player action. Hmm. It's very cool in that way and that the players have a lot of influence over shaping the world. And it's like it's very much encouraged that like if the players make an offhanded comment, oh, yeah, well, uh, my character was born uh, near Fish Market or something like, well, uh, mark that down. Somewhere in this city is now a street named Fish Market and you're going to bring your players there and they're going to have to relive their traumatic past. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the way that, like it's meant to be that like the players get to have a lot of influence over the world and how it's uh, generated. Very cool stuff. That is um, cool. The slide, so, like, it's fun because, like, I can read these kind of things in a vacuum and I'll be like, I get it, but, like, it's not me. But when I'm discussing them with someone else and, like, you you really kind of, like, are firing on all cylinders, it's like, oh, but, yeah, but this would be dope, though. Mm-hmm. And it, I think mm-hmm. maybe it is me, in fact, actually. Like, I could do that. That sounds so I li- cool. I like that. I like this game. I want to play more of it. Mm-hmm. It's sad that I don't get to. Molly, let's play Blades in the Dark. Okay, let's do that. Uh, we'll figure it out. Okay, let's do I've it. I've got PDFs. You got, Anyways, you got the peds. I got the peds. Yeah. Anyways, socials. Facebook.com slash D20Dudes. I haven't updated the Facebook in forever. I don't think anyone's actually interacted with me on Facebook. Do people even go on Facebook anymore? I mean, every social media is a cesspool of decay and nepotism. I know. I mean, I guess Facebook to me is an old person. Please. <laughs> Twitter.com slash G20Dudes or at G20Dudes on Twitter if you want to hang out with us on there. Uh, and we got a Discord link down in the description if you want to hang out with us and talk to us on Discord and come in and say hello. Um, or, the, ordinarily, this would be where I roll the dice. Um, but I'm kind of just enjoying talking about Blades in the Dark. So I think next week we're just going to talk about more Blades in the Dark. Fine. I want to talk about the cutter. I want to talk cutter? about the cutter since, yeah, since you were talking about wanting somebody to be like the muscle and stuff. That's what the cutter is. Okay. So next right, week is we're it... going to talk about the cutter. Wait. Oh, slides. Okay, right. Slides isn't like a like an object. Slides is a class. Okay. I yeah, get that confused. I've got the dumps. <laughs> we got the big stupids up here on the D20 doofus. <laughs> we do the learning. We do the forgetting. 
it's all part of the plan, kind of. It's what's meant to happen. We're dumb yes. on purpose. Remember, this is it's all part of the heist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're grifting all of you for for the zero money <laughs> that I make off of this podcast. There's no money, and I don't know where I am. <laughs> and I'm stealing all of the nothing. It'll be mine before long. Fear me, ye mortals. <laughs> all right. Well, that sounds Thanks. like fun. Let's do that again. We will. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye. Bye.